Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. My goodness, fighting my battles, fighting my battles. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jehovah Gabor. Ah, a man of war. Glory to God. I'm so glad he's fighting my battles. Ah, and I know you are too. This is Hour of Power. I'm Apostle Darlene, and I'm so glad that I'm on the Lord's side. Whose side are you falling on today? My, my, my. I've always wanted to be on the winning side. I mean, come on. Who wants that big L on top of their head? Not I. Mm Mm-mm. 
I'm so glad that when I get into a battle, glory to God, I don't have to look to see who's with me, glory to God. I pray I got my sisters with me, hallelujah, like many of us do. Uh, we uh, we know that when we fight, hallelujah, we're not fighting alone. Uh, but if my sisters depart, glory to God, I'm still going to win because I have the winning uh, combination. Jesus and you and Jesus and me, that is a winning combination. That's all we need, hallelujah. Uh, uh, in that battle, glory to God, uh, we already know how it's going to come out, hallelujah. The Bible says that the battle doesn't belong to us, but it belongs to the Lord. When we've seen him fight our battle, there's plenty of times that God just says, hold your peace. Come on now, don't you say anything. And for many of us, that's the hardest thing to do because we, we are fighters and we want to fight back. Ah, but many times when I've done that and I've stepped back, glory to God, and I've watched my daddy move, what? Uh, he does it in such a, a magnificent way. He does it in a way, glory to God, uh, that um, uh, you just got to stand back and say, no, I would have never, <laughs> I would have never done it like that, or I would have never said that, or who could have thought that this would happen or that would happen? Uh, some of the things that we're so worried about, he just uh, made, waves his hand and those things change. How many times have we gotten notices in the mail saying that um, uh, the debt is canceled or uh, we've changed something or uh, gotten something in the mail when we're thinking, oh, my goodness, I need this amount of money to pay. And then you find out that you're part of a lawsuit, glory to God, a class lawsuit uh, that happened years ago, glory to God, and, and here comes a little check in the mail. Or somebody that loves you, tuck something in your hand, hallelujah, at church. Come on now. Uh, he just got all kind of ways of fighting the battle. Uh, the doctor says one thing, hmm, but he has the last say, glory to God. And, and you watch him heal your body right in front of the doctor. And the doctor got to scratch his head thinking, hmm, I thought, <laughs> you thought, ah, but I knew. I knew who was on my side. And so that's why I played that song today, Glory to God, Fighting My Battles, because all of us have a battle because we all have an enemy. Ah, I know you don't want to believe that, uh, Glory to God. And sometimes you think your enemy is who you can see, uh, that flesh and blood in front of you that's talking smack or this has happened or that has happened. Uh-uh. We have an enemy that we can't see, Glory to God. Uh, but God gives us uh, weapons of warfare, Glory to God. One of our greatest weapons of warfare is um, love. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible tells us we heap coals of fire upon uh, people's head, hallelujah, when we don't uh, uh, engage them back, hallelujah, when we don't render evil for evil, but we render love for evil, my, my, my. It takes people aback. Uh, they're expecting you to say something or do something, and you don't, and they don't know how to handle that. And many after a while come around, and they'll acquiesce, and they'll say, um, you know what, I'm sorry about you know what I said or I'm sorry about what I did. Uh-huh. Glory to God. And so we're learning, hallelujah, that we have so much more with us. Ah, my, 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 than those that are against us. The Bible tells us that these Egyptians that we see today, that we'll see no more. And I know that's true. Hallelujah. Uh, this time as I ride by, I see images of people that remind me of people that I left many, many states ago. Hallelujah. And just to be like, say, whew, it's not that person. I don't have to worry about them uh, flinging an insult. I don't have to worry about them knocking on my door with some confusion or garbage. Uh, God got me far away. Those Egyptians that I saw mm -hmm, in the north, I'm not seeing them in the south. Hallelujah. And so, yes, uh, every day uh, there's a battle. But every day, guess what? We win. Some battles we're not even uh, um, aware of that we had because God handles them even before they get to your doorstep. Come on now. Even before they get to your ears or you hear about it or see it, uh, God has already taken care of it. And so today, hallelujah, on the Shabbat, uh-huh, uh, the Sabbath day, glory to God, on this day when the spirit of the living God falls fresh and, and there's something special about this anointing, there's a tangible anointing on Saturday, uh, glory to God, that uh, I just love it, my, my, my. And so this day we came together as people of the Most High God uh, just to tell them thank you. Uh, thank you for fighting my battles. Thank you for being with me, glory to God, when everybody else walked away. Thank you, hallelujah, for infusing me with strength when I'm weak and I'm tired in my body or in my spirit or my heart is broken. Thank you for healing my broken heart, hallelujah, for binding up of the heart, ah, my, 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 of many of us, glory to God. He came, he's poured oil on these wounds, glory to God. Thank God for the bomb of Gilead that we can access through prayer, and fasting, hallelujah. Uh, I'm so glad today that I have a God who's on my side. Aren't you glad about it, that you're not out here fighting by yourself? 
Come on now, uh, hitting the wind, <laughs> doing your best, trying to fight, uh-huh, and missing. Uh, but we have a God that doesn't miss. Mm-mm. It's nothing sillier uh, than someone trying to fight someone, and, and here they are. They're a WWE wrestler or, uh, you know, they're a, a heavyweight champion. And here your little self, you know, haven't even done any, you know, sit-ups or, or, or uh, what do you call those things? Pull-ups? <laughs> Not pull-ups. Ah, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Now they have pull-ups. You know when it's people get on the floor? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Y'all know. Uh, well, you ain't did none of those. <laughs> I see that uh, the young boys trying to, you know, have competitions. Who can do the most? Uh-huh. Uh, glory to God. But the bottom line is uh, our daddy, please, can't nobody top him doing anything because he's that God, hallelujah, that flung the stars in the sky. He's that God can uh, uh, send a, a thunderbolt, come on now, and a lightning if he wants to. He can call on legions, legions of angels, hallelujah, to rescue you. And so why would you be worried? And why would you be upset or afraid when you know that that's the one that you have on your side? Amen. And so I'm just asking right now, glory to God, if um, our prophetess Yvette, if she would just come in her own way and allow God to use her. Prophetess Yvette. Amen. Hallelujah. I just wish the Lord this morning and um, for some of you in this afternoon, for others on the east, on the east side of this country, um, I just bless him, and I, I just give him glory and praise for his presence on this Sabbath day. Um, there's just something about Saturday, um, being able to be in his presence and being able to commune with him, on, um, especially early in the morning. And that's why I love getting up early and meeting him early in the morning, because it's just something about Saturdays that's just, um, you know, before I even had heard any teachings on the Sabbath um, about, um, you know, the, the wonders of Saturday, um, I, I had discovered that um, <clears throat> it's just something about the Saturdays. And, you know, I just tell people that's one, that's one of my best kept secrets. You know, I, I'm like, I, I go to church on Sundays, but I have church on Saturdays. But it's a very special experience on Saturdays. And speaking of that, um um, he's been just dealing with me recently. Um, I've been hearing like a rumbling in the spirit, and just because there's some things going on in the spiritual realm right now, there's a shifting of the guards taking place as far as warfare is concerned in the spiritual realm, and God's people are getting ready to be elevated. Um, a part of this elevation is also realizing who we are and realizing the authority that God has given us. Um, I'm just going to, um, because I'm, I walk heavily in the office of teacher, so I'm not going to just bombard you with scriptures today, but I am going to go to the Word because um, it's going to really bring the point home about the flow of God's Spirit um, being like water. And and that was on my mind um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, wow. Um, it just kept sticking with me on how, you know, how can I, I teach on that? And, I mean, the day presented itself, and, and, and it's still been on the forefront that people need to be reminded of what it means to be filled with his spirit, to be filled with this living water. And I want to just briefly talk about the significance of that water. Um, amen. I'm going to go to um, the Gospel of Mark, and I am going to um, read from the last chapter of Mark, Mark 16, and I'm going to read verses 17 through 18. Right before the Lord ascended to heaven and, and was seated on the right hand of the Father, um, he spoke um, these final words to his disciples, and these words are also intended for us as fellow believers. In Mark 16, verse 17, it says, and these are the words of Jesus, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Heavenly Father, we just 
thank you this afternoon, Lord, for being here to hear a word that you have for your people, Lord. Let this word be receptive to those under the sound of my voice right now and to those who will hear this on the replay later on, that it is time for your people to truly, truly be reminded of the authority that they have when they have your spirit inside of them. Lord, let me decrease as you increase as you provide this download for your people to give them the message that you have for them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, in, in these two scriptures here, we hear Jesus telling the disciples about the authority that they have when they become believers. And I want to just key in on a specific part because um, I want to show the relationship between having the Spirit of God and having the power to use our speech as God's believers. Um, notice they said they shall speak with new tongues, and I just want to just zero in on the, the fact that he said that we shall speak with new tongues, um, which is a sign of us having his spirit inside of us. Um, we know in Mark 7, 8, 7, I'm sorry, 7, verse 38, and he said, to those that believe out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water, and I just well, I just like the fact that the symbolism of his spirit is water. And I thought back to the, the book of Genesis in the very beginning. And, yes, I am going to go to Genesis 1. Um, a lot of people say I have people flipping, um, but you will learn the, <laughs> learn the books by the time I'm finished. But it's just interesting how it's in both the New Testament and the Old Testament that you will see that symbolism for God's spirit, and also for God's voice being symbolized by water. Now, Genesis 1, starting at verse 2, it said, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And we know the deep is referring to the water, the actual water that was covering the earth. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And and in verse 3, it says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Now, I want you to notice that um, the presence of God was there. His, the mind of God was there. The spirit of God was there. And when he spoke, the word of God was there. And all three were a part of the creation. I just, I just, just noticed that his spirit was hoovering over the water as if it was in a sense, activating the water, or it was just communicating with the water um, as he was beginning to speak. But we notice that when God's spirit is there, when he opens his mouth to speak, things happen. And, And because we are made in his image, when his spirit dwells inside of us, we are able to do the same thing. And how do we know this? Well, as I already read in Mark 16, 17, and 18, it says we shall speak with new tongues. This is that spiritual authority that we have when his spirit is inside of us. John seven thirty-eight tells us that out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Living water. Again, the presence of his spirit inside of us is flowing and it allows us to be able to speak a thing. Now, all through the Old Testament, his, God's voice has been described as water. In Ezekiel, um, if you want to write these down, if, if you want to take notes, in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 24, and Ezekiel 43, 2, his voice is described as rushing water. This is water that is flowing. And even the Apostle John makes reference, just like the prophet Ezekiel did, of God's voice sounding like rushing water. This is that living water. So his voice has the power of that living water inside. As we know that when Jesus walked the earth, Jesus was the Word made flesh, and the Word was filled with his spirit, 
with the with the Holy Spirit, and he had power to speak to demons and cause them to be cast out. So the presence of God's Spirit and the voice of God causes things to happen in this earth. Anytime God spoke in the Old Testament, things happened. And most times people refer to his voice as thundering sounds. Again, that's, that's being associated with water. Um, his, his voice was in the cloud. Again, you know, clouds make rain. And I said, okay, Lord, I hear you. It's like water. When we think about water, this is something that's flowing. Um, and as far as our bodies are concerned, it gives us substance. Um, it keeps us alive. It helps us to survive. Um, most things on this earth cannot survive without water. Most living organisms cannot survive without some amount of water in them. So water is our very source, our very substance that keeps us alive. It, it keeps us surviving. We can go longer without food than we can without water. We can go seven days without food, and, and we know, well, some people probably go longer than that, Lord Jesus, but um, as far as water is concerned, we can only go three days without water, without things starting to go wrong in our bodies, because water is um, a life substance for us. It's a part of it's a part of our blood, and we know that oxygen has to travel through our body some kind of way, and it's the 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 liquid that's in our blood, the water. That, that provides the liquid substance of our blood that allows it to travel. So water is a source of sustenance for us. And when God's spirit dwells in us, and Jesus calls it rivers of living water, then now we're given a new substance to live on. Our spirit man now has been given a substance to help it to survive. So when God's spirit indwells us, then it causes our spirit to come alive, to be more powerful, because we in and of ourselves, we can only do so much. But when God's spirit dwells inside of us, the word says we can speak to that mountain and and have it removed. Again, the power of our speech causes things to happen. Remember in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit showed up to be available for all mankind for the first time, because because we know that God's Spirit has has filled people um, for ages, but in the book of Acts, this was the first time that the Holy Spirit was available to fill all of mankind that, that chose to believe in him. And just notice the description. Um, we got some some natural elements going on here. We've got the sound of rushing wind. And I say, here it goes again, the rushing sound. we got um, fire, which is the, what we say, the Holy Ghost fire. But then we have the symbolism of the Holy Spirit coming down and looking like cloven tongues. Again, that speech. And when they became filled with his spirit, they begin to speak in tongues. And also, after they were filled with God's Spirit, they went out in power and began preaching with authority like never before. Peter went out preaching with power and authority the way Jesus did when he was walking the earth. When he taught, he taught with power and authority because God's Spirit was in him. The Spirit of the Father was in him. Peter began preaching with power and authority, and many were saved from the first fruits of the Holy Spirit. So what am I saying to you? That when God's Spirit is inside of us, he gives us authority and power to be able to speak and cause things to happen in this earth. Remember, the word tells us that you have not because you ask not. And the reason why Jesus said you have not because you ask not 
is because there is power in our speech. We know that there's power in the tongue. The scripture tells us that. There's power in the tongue. And if we have power, we're able to say, let there be. As God said, we're able to say, let this be. And remember, Jesus gave us the keys to bind and loose. How do we do that? We do that by speaking these things. We, we speak to bind things. We speak to loose things. And I'm saying this to you because I, I know we know this, but we need to be reminded that lots of times we are not seeing what we need to see in our lives because, as Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. And because we don't speak a thing, And because we don't declare and decree some things in this earth, we're not seeing the manifestation of some of the things that we should be seeing in our lives. And sometimes we will speak those things, but then we'll go back and speak something that erases what we just spoke. That's why we have to be careful about what comes out of our mouth. Because sometimes we will um, we'll be in prayer. We'll declare and decree some things. We'll bind and lose some things. But then two days later, a couple of situations happen, and then you speak totally against what you just declared and decreed. So I'm reminding you today that God gave us the authority to be able to heal the sick, to be able to cast out devils, to be able to, to deliver people from all manners of sicknesses and harm and all manners of bondage because his spirit lives in us. He didn't just give it to us for just us to sit there with it and just speak in tongues to just ourselves and just look at other people. He gave it to us to be active agents in this earth. That is why when we pray, We are really praying for God's will to be done as it is in heaven. And the authority that he has given us to do that is through our speech. We are to declare a thing. We are to decree a thing. We speak to the mountain. We don't look at the mountain. We don't think about the mountain. We speak to the mountain. Remember, out of our heart, uh, some of the things that come out of our mouths is, is, are the things that are on our hearts. But when God's spirit is in us and he's doing a, renew, a new renewal and a rejuvenating work within us, he allows what's in our heart to line up with his will. And then what is in our heart is the will of God. And when we speak, we speak the things that are in our heart, but they line up with what he wants for our lives. So the next time that you are presented an issue or you're presented a negative report, learn to speak to it, even when it looks like it is not going to happen. Speak to it because we do have power. His spirit is not in us for nothing. When his spirit hoovered over the earth, and he started declaring, decreeing things, things happen. And if we are made in his image, and he has given us of himself, and we're not just one person, we're more than one person. That's why Jesus said, greater works shall we do, because he goes to the Father. Because, you know why? Because God's spirit could be you, God's spirit could be in me, God's spirit could be in your brother, God's spirit could be in your sister. All these different people got that same power to go out there and speak different things. We should be seeing so much change in this country because we are the ones that truly have power. But we we are allowing the mouth of the enemy to have more power and dominion over this earth than the people of God. The wicked are decreeing more and getting more things done in this country that was supposed to have been created for religious freedom. But the ones who have the most voice 
in this nation right now are not Christians. And they have the most power now because they are the ones who are speaking while we remain silent. But there's a shifting going on in the atmosphere and it's going on to change the guard. It's time for the body of Christ to start decreeing and declaring more, using our kingdom power to actualize the works of the one true living God on this earth. Signs and wonders shall follow those that believe. Why? Because those that believe shall be filled with his spirit, the rivers of living water. And it's living. It's not dead. It's active. His spirit was hoovering over the water, meaning that his spirit was active. It was not laying dormant. His spirit was moving. And because his spirit was moving, things were happening. His spirit is inside of us, and his spirit is moving. And because his spirit is moving in us, remember, it's, it's rivers of living water, and we know that rivers flow. Rivers have a current, and they flow, and they go into different channels. That's why some people have gifts of healing. And notice that the word says gifts of healing. So that means some people might have a healing gift that works in one way. Somebody might have a healing gift that works in a different way. Some people have gifts of, gifts of prophecy. Some people have the gift of faith. Why? Because that river flows through different channels. That's why there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, because the Spirit flows through different channels. And if we are filled with his Spirit, we should be seeing some action in this earth. Now, we know that we do have to endure hardness as a good soldier, but in the meantime, while we are enduring those things that we cannot avoid, we should still be speaking victory, even in the storm, because there's power in us speaking victory even while we're in the storm. Even when we lose loved ones, we still speak victory. That's why Hebrews 4.12 says the word is quick, and that means living, the the word quick in that context means living. The word is quick, meaning living and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. That means the word has power. When Jesus walked this earth, he had power. He demonstrated power. Every time he spoke, he spoke with authority because he had power. And so do we. We're not wimps on this earth. We're not little peanuts on this earth. We have power. And it's amazing when people want to do harm to people and people want to do damage to a person's life, they, they have more confidence in their power of speech to speak ill of people and make things happen, but they don't use that same power to, to heal the sick, to turn their financial situations around to turn around their marriages, but they can speak to destroy someone else's relationship, to, to hinder someone else's finances. we got to start using our power of speech the way God has intended it, the creative work, not destructive work, but only to destroy the works of darkness. So I'm reminding you today, remember that river that flows in you. Remember the power that he has given you, that when you speak, when you speak, your speech has power to go forth like flowing water to create some things, to destroy some things. Well, we know water also destroys things and washes things out. Your speech should be washing out the works of the devil and not creating works of the devil. Why do you think the word says that when God does a new thing in this earth, he first reveals it to his prophets? 
The reason why he does it is because his prophets are his mouthpieces in this earth. That he uses them to speak what he is planning on doing. Because they speak the oracles of God, the word of God. So I want to leave this with you today that when all seems to be going wrong, when when you've been given a word of promise and you're still not seeing what you've been told, just like a lot of people have heard a lot of words of promise for this year, and it's, and it's looking kind of rough for a lot of us. But know that you should be speaking victory even when you don't see it. Because remember, that river is flowing and it has not dried up. And if you ever felt like you you needed a, a refill, there's always, always, there's always a flow. Because remember, rivers flow from up to down. So whenever you need a, a strengthening, a refilling, all you have to do is go to the Father, pray, worship, and commune with him, and that river will flow from him to you again. Because remember, rivers flow from up to down. The river flows from up to down. And that's how he downloads his spirit to us. We reach out to him and he flows back to us. So whenever you feel down, whenever you feel like you need, you need strength, whenever you feel like you don't have anything left, when you reach out to him, he, he reaches, pours it out. And he even uses that term for, for giving us his spirit. He said, I will pour out my spirit as if it was water. Because it is water for us. It's, 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 it's our sustenance. It's what gives us life. Even when, even when doctors say there is no more life, his spirit gives us life. That's why we have resurrection power. Because he gives us life. His spirit gives us life. So I leave that with you today. And as your river continues to flow, speak to those mountains and have them removed. Speak. Remember the word says one shall taste a thousand, two shall put ten thousand to flight. Because now you've got two witnesses at least on this earth. And the word says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a word shall be established. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, at least 10,000 demons can be chased away. How much more so if more of us open our mouths? Praise the Lord. I hope this word has blessed you all, and I hope that you continue to ponder over this reminder that as your river continues to flow, and you continue to be filled with his, with his spirit, the next time you open your mouth, let it be to actualize his will on this earth. Amen. You all have a blessed afternoon, and I pray this word will encourage someone to start speaking like never before, no longer using our tongues for destruction against each other, but now to build each other up, to pull each other out of darkness, and to actualize God's will on this earth. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Prophetess. Glory to God. It's always a good reminder that the power of life and death is in the tongue and that we are going to eat the fruits thereof. I will bless the Lord. Y'all help me. Oh, my soul and all that is within me, bless his whole name. Can we sing that again? I will bless the Lord. Oh, 
people that's your name? For he has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great things. He has done great things.
Well, that's how you get strengthened. Uh, that's a secret. Uh, I don't know if it's a, uh, if I have Evangelist Henrietta on, I needed to mute her phone. I got him here in a, a machine. Something squeaky. It's distracting. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for your spirit falling on this line. I thank you for the people of the Most High God that have gathered together to just to say that we love you and we need you. It's one thing when we praise you alone. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm asking everybody now to mute your phone. Hallelujah. Let's just do it like that. Everybody that got a phone, unmute it. Thank you. Mute your phone in the name of Jesus now or hang it up. Thank you. Not today. The Spirit of the Living God wants to speak. Hallelujah. Uh, many are going through so much during this season of purification and sanctification. As we're getting ready for uh, a resurrection, hallelujah, when our Father came, hallelujah, and rose, hallelujah, from the dead. Uh, many of us are going to rise as well. This word was so timely and rich today uh, because God is trying to equip us so that we'll know what to do so that this time, hallelujah, during this season especially, that we can rise with him. We've been down too long. Uh, some of us are getting used to it. Uh, this is just my lot in life, I've heard people say, and this is what it is. No, no, no. He came to give you life and more abundant. He came to that your joy would be full. He came, hallelujah, that you would receive all the blessings that he died to give you. And so some of us now, hallelujah, we have to listen more closely, hallelujah. We have to listen to what we're saying, hallelujah. We have to listen to what we're listening to. We have to be careful what we're watching, who we're letting pour into us, whose ear we'll have. Uh, some of us are letting people pour garbage into us, and then we wonder why we're so vexed and perplexed. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, some of us are still doing the things we used to do in Egypt. Hallelujah. Uh, we're not in Egypt anymore. Uh, we don't have to have the same customs and adopt what they do. We don't have to look like them. We don't have to sound like them. We don't have to talk like them. We don't have to listen to what they're listening to. We must now, hallelujah, listen, make our ear inclined to the mouth of the Lord. God wants to put crescende Shabbat. He wants to be so close to you, crescende Shabbat, that you can feel his breath. Hallelujah, when he speaks to you. I always know when the Holy Ghost is speaking to me, I could be in my bed, and all of a sudden my right ear will start getting heat. Somebody will say something like, right now I fear it. I hear, I feel it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Because I'm speaking what heaven is speaking. And then when I get on a TV show or I listen or I hear, hear somebody else saying the same exact thing that God was saying to me, because he has one voice, hallelujah, and God is speaking today to the people of the Most High God to incline, hallelujah, your ear to him. He wants to speak to you, hallelujah, and he weeps over what you're going through. A lot of times people think, oh, does God care? Absolutely. When he sees you, hallelujah, still going through the same struggles, the same illnesses, the same confusion that you have been going through after he died, hallelujah, to set you free, it hurts him. It grieves him. And, yes, many of us, he's crying for us. Hallelujah. He's weeping. It's time now to do what you know to do. Hallelujah. All this word you've been given, all these instructions you've been given, it's time now to walk in them. Hallelujah. I shouldn't have to beg nobody, especially anybody uh, that's part of this ministry, to praise God when God's been so good to all of us. By now we should know that praise is a weapon of warfare. You're getting your butt kicked. Hallelujah. And all you have to do is open your mouth and give him praise. And hallelujah, do you know that the angels come to alert when they hear you praising that God, that they, hallelujah, run to the assignment and whatever you need him them to do, that they'll do it. That's how you loose them and dispatch them. And some of us, I'm not saying all of us, but some of us, hallelujah, we would rather uh, think about what we're going to eat later, where we're going to go, who we got to call, what we got to do, what's on TV, or whatever. 
than to give him praise. I'm so saddened by it. I'm tired of seeing us uh, be uh, uh, constantly going through the same battles over and over again. It's time to win. We're winners. We're conquerors. We're more than overcomers. And the spirit of the living God, he's on your side. Hallelujah. Some of us need another filling of the Holy Ghost. How do you get it? By praising him. Hallelujah. Some of us need another touch. How do you get it? By getting in his presence. How do you get in his presence? Hallelujah. I will enter his gates. Come on now. With thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Hallelujah. She's teaching you because she loves you. She ain't mad at nobody but the devil. I love, love you, or I could be uh, uh, with my family now doing what they're doing. No. I'm with my other family, you guys, because I love you, and I want to see you win. Hallelujah. I want to see all of us, glory to God, have testimony after testimony. Thank God for the prayer request because that's how we come together and we overcome. But I want to hear some testimonies mm-hmm, of the good things that God has done. Hallelujah. It makes his heart glad, and it makes mine. Hallelujah. And it makes the enemy cry some more. Oh, good. Hallelujah. And so that's all I came to say. I'm not asking for prayer requests because if you uh, if you were praising him, you would have got it. Somebody still is so rude they won't mute their phone. But God bless them, help them, strengthen them, keep them. And it's not that hard. Uh, you can't follow those little instructions. I know you're not obeying God. And that's just uh, common sense. Hallelujah. And so now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before his throne with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be both dominion and power now and forever. And the church said amen, amen, amen. amen. God bless you. Y'all already know she loves you. Uh, stay in his presence today. He wants to speak to many of you. He has some good things in store. Have a great day. God bless you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.